<laughs> okay, since I'm basically staring at Greta in the face right now, um, I, I, can't, I, I should be able to talk with her right now without screaming, correct? Yes. Alright, so I'm trying, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my voice down, and I'm, ju I'm just saying to her, we need to get out of here now without further interruptions, immediately. I look at him and say, we're here to save you, so come on out now. We killed the ogres. Are you sure you don't need anyone to save you? <laughs> Suddenly Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this being like the, the accompanying sound all the time. Look, we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god, there's poo everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my clothes, it's in all of my pockets, oh, it's in my face, it's everywhere. You basically look like the ogre when he stood up out of the bath. By the way, I, what is I look at like... I look at the elf and I smile with all the I'm not sure what the English words are, but I'm sure they all start with Benny something. And um say like Benny Hill. Look No, Sorry, Benny no. Benedict whatever yes and i tell him i follow the god of light he leads my way and i'm going to lead you out of this dark cave into the light and we killed the ogres while you huddled here in fear so yes we are saving you now come on <laughs> great so uh what i'm gonna be doing is um you know before she even like with, with her gods and stuff like that i'm only listening with like half an ear i'm kind of like uh telegraphing to the to the villagers to slowly come over Silently, if possible. Yeah, it's probably and... worth mentioning. I'm probably not concentrating on maintaining the da the dancing lights right now. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, the concentration <laughs> is blown out of anymore, the water. Don't we? Yeah, the lights are gone. Um, so the the villagers, like the baby, is still crying, but the mother has managed to, you know, kind of. Um, so they walk over to you, and uh, again, you know, Morak says, uh, oh, "What? So, what? What happened?" And he's kind of saying it. He's, he's looking over the... He sees you as well, Greta. You see this dwarf up there. Good. <laughs> I, I, smi I smile... Someone I can work with, show, finally. <laughs> yeah, I smile at him, show him my holy symbol, and I beck him them, like, come on, let's get out yeah. of this cave. We killed the ogres. It's, and he we says, still need to get those people down there. So I would uh, go back to that stepladder idea, since we have that big... Um, or half orc down there already, so you know you may as well just serve those villagers to help to get down those this ledge. Okay, you know, Urash can, Urash can help. I motion Urash over. I mean, if he just lifts his arm, he can like pick down the villagers. Yeah, without hopefully doing a whole lot of noise. Okay. For so, once. So Morak says, um, "All right, I, I'll try to convince them best I can, but they're pretty scared, you know." I don't know that they're going to want to be, you know, and as, as, uh, as Orash comes over. So the Orash, they all, all of the uh, people kind of look over the, uh, the halflings who are up there look a little nervous. Um, there is another uh, dwarf who's up there as well, a female dwarf who kind of looks down at you, sort of like feels to relax a little bit with Greta, isn't sure what to make of Orash. Um, and then as they're bringing the baby, which is still kind of crying on and off, when the baby sees Orash, immediately stops and just sort of is like, Ooh. <laughs> it sort of looks down at you with its, them, with its like, eyes guys, wide. This you know. this is now our chance to do at least something to not stand around here uh, anymore, yep. and you know at least try to get 
the hell yeah, out of here. Absolutely. And we so, should take like, that chance. I don't know these people, but way. they seem yeah. to be on our side, even though that orc was not exactly raising a lot of confidence in that. But they seem <laughs> to be at least... What? <laughs> you know, I come in here, I, I make a 10-foot leap. <laughs> onto a ledge to try and save the bloody ingrate people. I have had this oh. so much. I then try and catch one of my teammates who has fallen. And this, uh, never mind. Right in my. You know, I, I, should, I should. I should actually just jump down this yeah. this ledge there with with a feather fall. Oh well, it's up to you. I mean, or you can just go the 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 orc elevator method. No, no, I'm uh, using the orc elevator. Okay. So, I'm going to enjoy that. So you guys Oak all elevator. go down. So, uh, Orash, this is, of course, no problem for you with your strength. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. you set them down with no difficulty, um, all to the dulcet tones of, from the um, cavern beyond. Um, so I'll try and be as non-threatening as possible as well. So, like, I'll, as, as people are coming down, I'll sort of be like, it's okay, we're here to help. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get you out of here, that sort of thing. So when the baby, hey, Jedi. So when the baby, uh, so when the baby is handed to you and you bring the baby down, you're prepared to hand it over to uh, the mother, and then you notice that the baby has fallen fast asleep. And it's just, you know, oh. as you just sort of cradle it, it's just fast asleep. And the mother is kind of gives you this look, sort of like, because um, you get the impression, Silren, <laughs> you know that the baby has not really been of the quiet variety for basically ever until now. So way with or, or Ash has a way you know I don't know uh, but yeah, in any case good man get it good transcends um, all races <laughs> so uh, yeah so you're able to get down everyone is able to get down that way there are and when you get down the um, uh, dwarf who introduces himself to all of you as Morak says um, there's more of us over in those those ledges up there to the north and the east why did they separate you they didn't want us escaping you see there's a big one big one in here a goblin his name is Hark. He captured us all, and he was going to use us for ransom. Um, and uh, as he says this, um, Selsig, uh, you feel yourself, in the middle of your wretch, you feel you like, like something knocks you in the back of the head, and you kind of stagger forward. And then something with a grip like iron kind of grabs you from behind. And um, Gleek gives a squeak, and then is silent. Like, yeah! Or actually, no, maybe! And then is silent. Um... <laughs> And uh, and then you hear, did someone say something about the boss? And as you guys look up, you see on the ledge above you um, is standing this very large goblin. Uh, now, this guy has got like the necklace of little rat skulls kind of, you know, draped around his neck. Um, and he's got uh, a short sword at his side. Um, he's wearing what looks like leather armor and a kind of ridiculous-looking helm, but your guess is that the goblins probably think that it's super impressive. And um, and he, he sort of looks down at all of you, and Silren, you immediately recognize that this is the goblin boss, Hark. And Hark says, is, uh, Hark says, Well, you're planning to attempt a rescue, I see. I'm sorry that the bats got in your way. You know, next time you might want to try to escape more quietly. And behind him, you see that there's a set of large sort of like um, maybe bodyguards, maybe sort of goblin types that are behind him. And uh, Hark says, all right, I'm going to give you precisely 30 seconds to explain what you're doing here before all of you can go down in the pit with the rest of those foul vermin. And he sort of looks down at all, all of you. And so all of you are like, Da-da, 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 you know, um, everyone kind of <laughs> looking brain. at each other. 
On which ledge is he standing? <laughs> He's standing on the ledge right over here. He hasn't, uh, so he hasn't attacked you yet. He's just looking threatened. This ledge right here. He just doesn't there. I throw up on his arm. There. Right. I'll move myself over. And how many goblins does he with him, and how close together do they stand? Uh, so right now he has got with him, um, he's got what looks like two goblins, but there's another problem. Because next to the goblins on either side are what look like very, very, very large rats. Um, they seem to have harnesses, almost as if, like, each of the goblins next to him is holding on to the leather harness of one of these rats that look down at you and kind of squeak and twist their head. These rats are easily bigger than you, uh, Greta. Can I, can I just lean, lean to Greta just for a second? Burn them! Um, I wish I could. Yeah, they're all clustered within ten feet of each other. So that's good. Burn them. (laughs) Does he have a Celtic hostage? I mean, Um, not that I would care. I don't know that guy yet. You don't know yet. (laughs) You don't know yet whether he has anybody. But Hark is like is there with his arms folded, waiting for you all to explain. Okay. Well, then we explain. Um, (laughs) We're here to take the villagers with us. Oh, the villagers. But you see. The villagers at the moment belong to me. Also, someone else belongs to me, too. And he kind of yanks forward, and coming forward, uh, Selsig um, is over and comes next to the ledge and kind of waves at you, Hi, guys! And then promptly vomits over the ledge um, <laughs> onto like, the ground. Oh, hey! <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lean over to Greta. Is that guy important to you? <laughs> or... Yes. You know yeah, that guy? I guess... <laughs> And and Hark says, "Now listen." Really, I guess. Now Hark says, <laughs> "Listen, to be honest with you, I don't really mind that much that you killed the ogres. They're kind of bothering me anyway. I think they thought they were bigger deals than they were. I'm not an unreasonable goblin, but if I'm going to let the villagers go with you, there's going to be a price to be paid." Go on. Well, yeah. <laughs> sort of looks down. He's like, uh, and uh, he says, I've got here 31 villagers plus this one, whatever, and sort of jerks you again, Selsig. Uh, I'm Selsig. That remember that. <laughs> he says, I, I will remember it. And he kind of looks at a little bit of hissing vomit, which is currently at the edge of the ledge <laughs> down there. He's like, oh, I won't forget you, believe me. <laughs> I don't know the way most guys... And one of the things you notice as he's speaking is this guy sounds much smarter than your usual goblin. Like, you know, usually goblins are very much just like, kill death, you know, they're not... Or they're like Gleek, you know, apparently. But uh, but this one is speaking in common relatively, you know, coherently. And, uh, and so he says, we've been looking for some gold, me and my people here. For one gold per villager and one gold for this one, again, jerks you, Selsig, I'll let them go. 32 gold, and they walk out. What's the price you'd put on a human life, eh? I'm smaller. Can I pay half? Shut up, you. <laughs> and the, the the one rat on his right sort of noses you hungrily. Can That's I, a problem. I, I don't into... have any gold on me. Could I lean well, into the other two? sucks to be we you. Could... We, we could take them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I look at uh, the thing is I've got like a bag of gold with me. <laughs> Should not maybe flaunt that. Um, <laughs> Put away your Rolex. Um, <laughs> my Rolex. Never mind my, my gold-plated yeah. Warhammer because that's so, just gold paint. I could try and intimidate him, but yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not hundred percent. Or can sure you haggle? I'm not. I'm not 100% sure if we don't. If I don't intimidate him, if it's going to be worse for us. All right. Um, look. 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 He holds a pan. He says, "Wait a minute. Before you say any more, look. Gold's one thing, but if you can make me another offer that I like better, I'll take it." Yeah. The thing is, why should we believe that you don't just take our gold and still keep us all here? Because I would already have done that. And he points to Selsig and then ha- and then takes him and carries him and dangles him over the ledge, which is a pretty big feat of strength for a goblin, even a good-sized one, and holds Selsig like dangling. This is doing wonders for your stomach, by the way, Selsig. And holds you, yeah, over the sort of ledge, and he says, Now, in any moment, I could have dropped him, if I wanted to. But, and then he yanks Selsig back from the ledge, I don't want to. In fact, and he looks down, he says... I think we may have an adventuring group on our hands. Just like you, eh, elf? And he sort of looks over at you, uh, Silren. You found more of your kind. That's good, because I could use some help. You see, in one part of these caverns, my people have been getting bothered by a creature. I don't know what it is, but when they go in there to wash, to hunt, to do anything, they get picked off one by one. And I've had enough of losing, my people. You go take care of that creature for me, and I'll let these villagers go. Or you can pay me gold. Or you can enjoy watching the life die from your friend as we throw him into that pit and let the bats have him. And the rats kind of squeak menacingly. (laughs) If I can't take on the goblin, I can't take on the creature. So... Okay, I look up then. Okay, then let's move to the to the opening of the cave. You let the villagers leave, and for every villager that leaves the cave, you get one piece of gold from me. Mm, that's an interesting can I, can I, idea. Can I talk to her without without the the uh, goblin noticing what what I'm saying? Mm, not likely. Uh, not okay. without basic. You could say, "Can I speak to her privately or something?" And you could ask him. But he's going to be able to hear it. There's a little bit of an echo here anyway. Yeah, um, no, then, no, 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 let's not do that yet. Um, so he looks down at you, Greta, and he says, That's very clever. And of course, when you got to the cave, I'm to believe that every villager, you just throw a gold at me when I do it, right? Not that you'll take I... the whole group away and then bring them all back to attack me. I know how you work. You came to this well, cave then... to attack us in the first place. And Mokrin says, um, That's not true. We came here to escape the attack. Ah, the attack. Stupid stories about flying towers and giants throwing rocks. Like I'm supposed to believe any of that happened. And Mokrin says, It's true! I swear it! I swear it on my mother's life! And, uh, Park just... We actually thought you were responsible. And responsible? For attacking a village? No. The only time we get into fights is when we pick some of them off when they happen to wander too far. Not gonna throw boulders at villages. So yeah, once the villagers came here, I thought I decided I'd had enough. We captured them, and I sent some of my lads to have fun in the village that's left. But we didn't attack them. We don't have the strength to throw boulders. They did that to themselves. It's all part of a plan. 
They're gonna wait until we're not paying attention, and then they'll come and attack and kill us all. I know how you work. Uh, you realize that if it wasn't you, and if it wasn't the villagers themselves, then we all have a really big problem? And he sort yeah, of looks down and he says, a really, really big problem. Yep. And would you maybe would you maybe even consider that, you know, something allegedly happened to those villagers and suddenly something shows up in your caves uh, that uh, picks your people off one by one? Could you maybe imagine that maybe this has something to do with each other, these two um, possibilities, these no, two occurrences? This, this creature has been killing my people for a long time before that. We had to shut off a whole section of the caves because of it. I've never actually caught sight of it, and no one ever comes back to tell me. I've sent some in. The only one who ever returned said something about gooey, sticky, something like that. I don't know. And then they came running that's back, and that's all. I look at the elf and ask, did they, it wasn't me. Feed, did, did they feed you in here and stuff? And you, so, Ren, you know that they did actually feed you, I mean, if you can call it food. Uh, it, was, it was pretty bad, but uh, it was theoretically nourishing, yes. And they gave you water that was brackish but drinkable. Uh, did it, uh, what, what kind of uh, well? Okay, what kind of food? In, in fact, it was moldy bread. <laughs> I mean, um, moldy bread, which okay. they referred to as bread of the green, um, and uh, stuff like that. Green. They they were sort of like yeah. bread of the green, and they they seemed very offended that you didn't understand. It wasn't very appetizing. Okay, I'm gonna relay this information. Okay. I wonder if the villagers aren't safer in here than outside right now. That's some. Um, look, I'm willing to pay you. You're willing to take my gold for the villagers. We just need to find a way of, of you know, like conducting the deal. I shout down, yeah, but what if the thing gets a taste for human? I mean, there's a buffet right next door to this cave if it picks off all these fine gentlemen. Yeah, well, I, I'm willing to pay. I'm willing to pay for all of them to get out of here. We just need to, you know, like, find a way to conduct this business. Goblin boss. Well, what I like to do is make my word my bond. Am I right? And he looks at the goblins next to him, and you can see now that they're actually two female goblins. And they nod, although they're, they're big. And they nod at him, and they're like, Yep, yep, boss, yep. Uh, and next to him, the uh, two rats that they have held um, on these harnesses kind of squeak... Um, and kind of, you know, they, they sort of pull a little bit at the harness, but they don't do anything. And, uh, and he says, you can trust my word. I don't want the villagers attacking anymore. But if I'm going to let them go, I want it to be clear that you're not going to get revenge on my people back in the village either. You go back there, you tell them what happened, tell them Hark sent you, and, well, they'll come back this way. But the only way we're doing this is if I get the money first. I don't trust any of you dwarf or elf or halfling, he says, gathering, you know, holding up the thing. More than I can throw you. And by the way, I can throw you pretty far. And he gives you this big grin, Selsig, with these brown rotting teeth. I would like to make an inside roll to see if I, if I think he's trustworthy. Go ahead and do that. It's interesting that you didn't mention me. No, I said orc. Well, no clue about this orc. guy. He doesn't think of <clears> you as a half orc. Uh, yeah, he did uh, say I, her. I didn't hear all. Um, yeah, so you, I mean, he he certainly, you know, looks like he's acting confident when he's saying it, but you're not clear what that could ultimately mean. He could just be very confident in his lie. You don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Astra, okay. if I answer your question, Roll20 can be a good place, but the place I would recommend, honestly, is checking out some of the shows on YouTube. I hate to, I don't want to, you know, toot our own horn, but this team is, an, is a team that's been playing with us and has been doing a great job. We have sessions of this that are saved on the uh, YouTube for uh, GOG, or sorry, the videos for uh, GOG on Twitch. Um, also, my channel has a permanent, uh, has a D&D ongoing campaign. Those guys are level 8 now, and uh, if you go over there, um, there's a lot of those that you could catch up on as well. But uh, in my opinion, D&D is the best game ever made, because every time I play it, I have an absolute blast. Uh, and it helps to have really good players, and both my players there and these guys, all these players are wonderful too, so you can do worse than to learn from them. Uh, okay, so with that said, um, back to what we were talking about, Greta. Um, so he, he yeah, sort so of, Crush yeah. Skull Okay. What? I like what? What? turn no, I like that. turn away from him and start going through my stuff because I really don't want to show him my back of holes. Just a minute. Could you put uh, me down, please, sir? You're like you throwing stocks and bonds over your head, like not that, you know. <laughs> Keys to the rolls, oh, not that. Yeah, no jewels, no jewels, <laughs> no, not the gems, not the gems. Um, oh, okay, God. so um, I, um and I, I count off thirty-one gold. It was. Yes, uh, thirty-two. Unless you don't want to save Celsig. 30... It was 31 villagers and one Celsig. There was so. 30... So there was 30 villagers, one Celsig, and an elf. Right. Um, oh, well. So, 32 gold. Um, Maybe we can also elf. leave the orc behind. I hand it to Urash, <laughs> because I think he's the only one who's able to, like, reach up to give the goblin the gold, right? Uh, that's correct. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Okay, so you reach up and, and... go over here. Oh, sorry. You tell and, me what you do. Sorry. Yeah, so before I... I'm going to hold the bag out, but just far enough away that he can't snatch it away from me. I'm going to ask him, we have your word, yes? And he says, you have my word. As long as you don't try to stab me in the back on the way out. We've stabbed enough ogres today. I don't think we're going to do that. And he kind of frowns and he sort of nods. And then he takes the gold, and he runs away laughing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he takes the gold, <laughs> and um, he says, Right, you can figure your own way out of that pit, I suppose. I'm going to give you the chance to do that. And he sort of, you know, nods to something. And as he does that, Urash, you can just see that the goblins, the two, fem- the two female goblins holding the harnessed rats, move away. And behind them, you see that the harnessed rats were linked to other ones. There must have been seven giant rats up there along with, like, uh, so there were, like, seven total rats. There were, like, five others besides the ones that you had they're, seen. They, like, of, had, a, had a line of rats? Yes, they're, like, linked together. And as the goblins move, you see that Hark is actually not standing, uh, like, walking. He's standing on a sled that is pulled by giant rats. So the giant rats literally pull him away oh on this, like, thing. Goodness. Yeah. We could, this guy if, we had, if we had panicked the rats, he would have fallen into the pit. And, yeah, and so uh, he well, moves away from the edge. And Selsig, uh, you are dropped so rather painfully and unceremoniously on the ground right next to the ledge. Selsig could have said something. He didn't. Like, what? <laughs> um, if they're not scared no, of it's hardly covered in ogre poo, then there's not a lot I can think of I could have done. <laughs> I should mention, Urash, speaking of this, that both Urash and Greta, actually, Urash, Greta, and Solren, you all, or Silren, I'm going to say Solren because mm. I keep... Missing that's, it, that's the, the why. Um, the 
There we go. Silrin, better. Now I can see it. Um, so you all see that uh, around the edges of the pit and indeed in the cavern, there's a lot of sticky stuff now that you're pretty convinced is guano, i.e. bat droppings. Um, so there's a lot of this stuff down there. Celsig, that smell is not pleasant. Um, that's not helping you at all. And um, so, but I just want to point out that there's there's a lot of that that's there, yes. Um, okay. Is there uh, a chance I might have puked on either Urash or Greta at this not, point? Not, not so locations? far. You've, you've managed to oh. avoid hitting them so far. I mean, oh, so that's fortunate. Yeah, you said, I... oh, like you're disappointed. Um, okay. <laughs> I cast light on the holy symbol I carry around my neck, so I'm uh, the villagers and everybody can better see me, and okay. um, I look at Urash and like, okay, let's move them out. Okay. Yeah, we still okay, have the yeah. orc step ladder, and then we should be able to yep. get out of here. Okay, so you start doing that. Now, are you doing the same method for the other ledges? Like the other, the, you know, with him standing there and then you lift them down? Or like, how are you, how are you doing this? This should well, be possible. Second, I mean, we... Who's the second tallest? <clears throat> I'm 6'6". Six, six. It's, it's Cyril. Probably Cyril. Yeah. There so Cyril. if I were to stand, let's say, here, for example, away mm-hmm. from all this sticky crap on the floor, and then, uh, is it, I'm sorry, is it Cyril? Cyril? Silren. Silren. Yeah. Silren. Silren. Yeah. I apologize. So if Silren, I was then to lift Silren up onto this this ledge. Okay. And they were to help people down from that ledge, we could get a bit of a bit of a adventurous step ladder going on. Okay. Yeah, it should be possible. What do we think? Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. Right. So, so gonna, do I need to uh, perform any sort of checks or something like that to get up there? Do we need to make another dexterity check? The, so he doesn't throw me into the pit? Right. The, well, that is not a concern. The only check that you've got to worry about now is a dexterity check to make sure as you're doing this that you're not being so loud as to disturb the bats again. So yeah. you are not causing any problems in terms of falling, but it's more about the noise. So the way I'm going to handle this is I will make I will assume one dexterity check for each of you um, on around the ledge, and then one dexterity check for you, each of you on the other ledge, because remember, there's two other ledges, right, that you're doing. There's this one here, and then you've got this one back over here, which is all the way to the east. So those right. two ledges right there. Yeah. So the first one is over here, so I want each of you guys to make a dexterity check. I need one of them to be good. If both of them suck, okay. we might have a problem. Fourteen, not bad. That seems pretty good. So, remind and, me uh, sorry, again. Sorry, so for dexterity, I... it's that. So it's that. Sorry, yeah. Chris. It's that die on the. It's the sidebar on the left side. You yeah, click yeah. on that so dice roller, that. and then you've got mm-hmm. the d twenty, and you're going to add your dexterity uh, bonus, also, which I think it, is two. Plus two. Yes, exactly. And then I should be able to eleven. Okay. Um, so both of you were able to do not too much difficulty this time um, doing it relatively quietly. There's a little bit of, you know, scraping. The group up here, by the way, there's more humans in this group over here, although there is um, one what looks like a gnome um, that gets dropped down uh, from there. And you're able to bring them over and repeat the process. And then finally, if you guys want to move your characters over here, you can do one okay. more dexterity check each for over here. Uh, by the way, I've noticed there's been some discussion in chat about um, is this a good thing to use. I have used Roll20 on occasion with Tabletop, although I must say I prefer to use myself. If I'm face-to-face with people, I like using kind of like, you know, paper maps that I can show people and stuff like that. But I tend to do more theater of the mind if I can anyway. Like, I don't dro- I don't like dropping everything down to just... Like, there's times when I've run combats that I just describe what's happening as opposed to just having it be on maps. Um... 
pen and paper probably is superior because you're, there's nothing that replaces the energy of being in the room. But honestly, this is what allows D&D to be possible for me because it's so hard to get a, like, a local campaign. So having players from all around the world, like we've got someone from Germany, someone from the UK, someone from Wales, uh, two people from Germany, someone from the UK, someone from Wales, just in this group alone. And I've got people from all over the States and one from Australia in my other group. So Roll20 is amazing for that, like really is. Um, okay, so sorry about that. So uh, the second roll was okay. Uh-oh. Let's see Mom's how you do. Uh, let's see how you do. Okay. Uh, oh God! Oh. Well, so uh, <laughs> you're like, I got it. Happen. I got, I got it. And then um, they start dropping. Okay, so I'm gonna give Urash uh, and I'm gonna give Silren a chance to both catch the falling uh, villager um, who is being way too loud. So you guys can each make a dexterity check here. So second dexterity check. This is to yeah. try to catch. We may need that that light illusion again. <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> should I have that prepared? Maybe we should just have it cast. That might oh be wow! Look at that. Oh never mind. So so Uraj is like uh uh, but Silrin leaps forward and dexterously grabs. You know the end of the Princess Bride where like she jumps down into the arms of the like you know. He's like hello lady. Uh, that's exactly what happened. Like you know, just just sort of gently dives and then you with a look um, hand over to uh, Uraj. Um, it's the beginning of beautiful friendship. Kind of, and kind of wink. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it does not, uh, so there's no uh, So there's no noise that is made. Um, the rest of it passes uneventfully, and you guys are able to get the rest of the villagers up here. They are not in great shape, obviously. They're, they're sort of tired and scared and kind of, but they're all living, apparently, and they seem to be mostly, except for the baby, of course, able to walk. And on the outside okay. of this, I should say, uh, by the way, over here you see the group of goblins um, hark among them, sort of waiting back around here, kind of gathered together watching you suspiciously. And um, with them you see uh, Gleek is in front. Uh, and Gleek is kind of looking, and he, he keeps sort of looking over his shoulder sort of nervously at them, and then he looks at you uh, as you walk out. Assuming you do walk out, Greta, I shouldn't assume. Are you walking out this, this corridor here? Like back out to I'm- you or no? I'm walking behind the villagers. I'm going to be the last in line. Okay. So he looks at you nervously, and uh, Hark says, All right. Now, get out of here. Be thankful you're going with your lives. Tell the villagers to leave my people alone. And uh, Gleek says, um, In something in Goblin that you don't understand. And to you, Pyron, he says, Yes? Yes? And he kind of, like, like, nods his head in your direction, almost like he's looking nervously over his shoulder, at uh, at Park, as if he, and then kind of looks back at you pleadingly. Seriously? Um, yes? I look at Hark. I did look at Hark. I, I'm sorry. What did he say? Uh, and Hark said, he said that he thought that you were kinder than we were, and that you wanted to go on adventures, do what he always wasn't able to do when he was a child. He always had dreams. He said. Dreams and aspirations. This is what he's saying as what he was actually saying in Goblin. Dreams and aspirations about being a bigger goblin with the chance to expand his horizons. I don't really understand most of what that was, but that's what he just said. We take him if you pay us one gold. <laughs> um, I I'll pay the gold. don't I'll think the you, gold. Would, you would take it kindly if we take one of yours with us, right? And Ask him. I'll give you a gold for him. And Hark is like, mm. he kind of looks down and Gleek, he's, and he says something to Gleek and Goblin, and Gleek like nods furiously, and Hark is like, ah, I don't understand it. If a Goblin doesn't want to be a Goblin, no reason to keep him here. But listen, 
Once you leave this cave, you're one of them. You understand me? And he says this in common, so it's obviously for your benefit as well. He says, you're, you're one of them, not one of us. And Gleek kind of looks, and then he stands up defiantly, and he looks at Hark, and he says, Yes! And he looks up at him. <laughs> and, uh, and so Hark kind of shakes his head, and he says, All right, give me the gold. There you go. Yeah, have a gold. All right, so he Those takes it. Gonna, it. It's Harkin, isn't it? Uh, Hark, just Hark. Hark, Hark. Yeah, I'm just going to turn to Hark and say, that's all of the villages, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, I don't want any more of them around here than I can handle. All right, well, that makes two of us. And uh, he says, all right, good luck. Don't uh, stumble in any mud pits. <laughs> and he starts laughing and all the, the rats sort of skitter and everything. And Glee kind of nervously moves over next to you uh, and sort of looks back. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, Hark, that creature of yours, you will be able to deal with it, right? Maybe. I could always use some help, though. Yeah, but we already paid for the villagers. Right. Well, that means that the creature's still my problem. I guess if you could help take care of the creature, I could figure out a way to help you in turn. Maybe we could help each other, if we want to do an additional transaction. I'm always thinking that peaceful solutions are good solutions, especially as you're going to be the neighbor of these villagers. Mm, what do you propose? You mean to work with the villagers? I, I don't think that everybody's ready for that right now. And the villagers but are all I sort think... of looking. <laughs> they don't um, say anything, they're just looking at you expectantly. But, um... Let's say, like, let's take the villagers back to the village, if they want that. Um, tell the goblins that the villagers will move back into the village. Everybody sleeps there, sleeps off, and we can, we are allowed to come back another day and maybe talk about a possible cooperation to get rid of that creature of yours. And uh, he sort of says, mm. All right, Gleek, since you want to be one of them so badly, I'm going to make you... And he, he takes this word, and you, as I said, he is smarter than your normal goblin, obviously, but you get the impression that, that this word is one he's been saving up for just the right moment. Ambassador. And he kind of looks at everyone and nods and shakes his head, as they, and they're all like, oh, oh, and the, the female goblin's like, oh, you know, and uh, the rats kind of skitter. And uh, Gleek looks very, like, he sort of looks up and is like, yes? in common like it seems to have no idea what was just said to him and then um Hark sort of rolls his eyes and in Goblin says something and Gleek sort of eyes widen and he says oh and and he looks at you Orash and he's like no no and he like jumps up and down excitedly saying no um and he says uh, and Hark's like all right if he can convince everybody to do what you just said then that's fine just make sure when they okay. come back you come back with trying to help us, not trying to help yourselves to my people's stuff, you know? I didn't even know you have stuff, and we're just leaving now. Did someone say stuff? <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> Alright, so, um, you guys uh, make your way to the exit of the uh, cavern as you were heard the, uh, as, you know, as they watch you the whole way. Um, and as you go, the sound of the bats sort of descends. You guys can move your characters down there. Um, Pyron, would you object terribly to my giving you control of Gleek for the short term? Uh, not, no. not because you have to be, you don't have to be like, 
his, but his like keeper. you know, it's to give you a right. It's to give you a give him sort of someone that, in case I forget about him, since I'm gonna be doing other things. Okay. Remember to feed him and clean up after him. Okay, so now you have control over moving his token as well. You'll be able to move him. Who's gonna clean up after you? Stink. <laughs> I'm just leaving poopy footprints in the hallway, just squelching <laughs> to the exit. There is no yeah, being like, sneaky with you right now. <laughs> okay, uh, and you guys like get back to the edge of the cave sick. where it is. Um, it is bright sunshine out there right now. Um, so your eyes kind of blink as you're adjusting. Um, and as the villagers emerge. Um, they all sort of give a half-hearted, ragged cheer. It's sort of more like a, uh, you know, because they're all they're all not in very good shape. But they seem, you know, very pleased. And uh, and the uh, Morak um, says uh, he comes up to um, you, Greta, and he says, "I appreciate what you've done for us. I don't really know whether we can work with with people like them." And he looks down at Gleek, who is sort of looking up at him and blinking with his big grin. Um, he says, "But uh, perhaps." With us working together, well, at least maybe we can keep ourselves from being attacked. Still isn't going to solve the problem of the giants, though. And um, and he looks over at you, mm-hmm. Sylvan, and uh, he says, "You know well enough what happened there." And um, so yes, sorry. Go ahead, Greta. Let's let's get back to the village. Let's get somewhere where you can eat, where we can sit, and where we are warm, and where we can and smell, uh, desmell yeah, the 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 half halfling. <laughs> And <laughs> he smelled off. And then, yeah, I can't and really then, stealth around when they can smell me coming. And <laughs> then you, can, and then, and then yeah. you tell, then you tell me about, then you tell us about those giants. 